0: You're listening to a BGE podcast.
1: We're talking all things bacon. You got to stay tuned for this one. You're going to love it. And you're going to find out how easy it is to make bacon of your own in your own house. Oh, it's gonna be good. We also got a special guest in studio. Going to be talking about his method, comparing it to mine when it comes to making bacon. I just love saying that, making bacon. Woo-hoo. Welcome back to the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. You'd agree with that, right, Vince? A second, maybe? I don't know. Oh, you're hurting me. You come on the program, and then, oh, man. No, no you definitely, yeah, you're, you're, you're up there. Yeah. I'm up there. That's right. All right, folks, we got Vince Sabres here with us today. And uh, Vince, he, he's a, he's not a stranger to the program. He's been on several times before, and glad to have you back, brother.
0: Hey, Chris, it's good to be here. It's good to uh, be able to talk to your audience again.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely, because you've been busy on that big green egg. <sighs> have I uh yeah yeah i mean i feel like um
0: with the current events going on in my life right now i'm a little bit slower uh but you know we're getting into the nice weather here in missouri yeah. missouri you know we have a um a rainy you know a lot of rain uh winter and spring but we tend to get like the the spring and early summer we get a really nice stretch of weather here yeah we do yeah i appreciate that yeah (laughs) that's right (laughs) and that's that's you know make me want to be outside and cook and i you know um yeah i'm I'm trying to
1: i'm trying to use it um sure yeah man yeah any any upcoming plans cook plans
0: let's see upcoming um i have a brisket uh it's been sitting in my fridge for Mm -hmm. a couple weeks now okay I i gotta get that um yeah. On there soon. Sweet. Um, I don't. You know. I, I. don't. I bought a half of beef, uh, recently, which is a, a, a half of a steer. Um, I got that about two weeks ago, and, um, I it's I got steaks and I yeah. got some of the you know the basic roasts and uh, then a lot of ground meat because that's what my kids will eat. Yeah, yeah, so sure. Yeah. The last time I got a ha- uh, a half a steer, um you know i got a bunch of the fancier cuts for myself to have fun oh yeah uh, smoking them
1: and most of it my kids didn't want to eat so oh man <laughs> it's well, hard to feed little kids I, yeah. <laughs> it can be sometimes it, you know that can be a benefit for you get to eat more but yeah yeah i know you, you know you're trying to you're trying to feed the kids right and if they're not going to eat that's a bummer so
0: yeah yeah and i got uh you know my wife uh with her current situation uh mm-hmm. being Uh, Pregnant, she does not have a taste for barbecue. Yeah, times okay. um, Yeah, but I have been using my egg a lot to do things like um, uh, burgers, right? uh, Just you know, uh, pizzas. We cook pizzas on there. Um, Yeah, today my oven broke, and I even made. We were. uh, It was kind of a hectic day in my house. I didn't get time to uh, really prepare supper before I, I left the house to come to Springfield. And um, I made chicken nuggets on the egg because my oven broke. So oh man, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what you I know, they, my
1: I tell you what's crazy. So of course everyone knows because I've mentioned it before. My oven had broke. Your oven broke. Another listener's oven had broke. There was this TV show, I, maybe even a movie. I don't remember, but something I was watching, and this has been years ago, so I don't remember exactly what it was. But um, all these appliances were set to like shut down on a certain day <laughs> and, and like, it's
0: the, like the y2k of, uh, yeah
1: right right it's like oh man I've, I'm hearing from all these these folks like yeah my oven broke my oven broke my oven broke <laughs> it's like, what, what is going on with the ovens it's it it's uh I guess all the electronic every, everything is scheduled to break in 2023 oh, <laughs> I don't know. Could be. But you just smoked a ham as well. I did, and, yeah. uh, I And that's something I want to talk about later. Another All Maybe right. another episode we'll do that. But oh, sure. uh, I definitely want today to talk about our expeditions in making bacon, right? Like yeah. I said, I love saying it, making bacon. And uh, I, it, it's something that is – everyone loves bacon, I think. <laughs> Anybody yeah. Yeah. who loves barbecue, loves cooking, loves meat. Yeah, everyone, I do, yeah. Yeah, so – I mean, wrapping bacon, just, just you know, uh, wrapping things in bacon, um, you know, there, there are competitions where they do anything with bacon. Uh, you know, bacon is a great uh, ingredient when it comes to a lot of foods. And so...
0: Where where can I find those competitions, Chris?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the SCA, <laughs> state competition. Uh, oh, really? They have steak, anything steak cook-off with bacon association. category? Some, some of them do. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some of them sure do. So yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, but but you and I have both, you know, put our hand to making bacon. <laughs> there yeah. you go again. Yeah, <laughs> and and had pretty good results with it, and it's not that difficult, which is what's no, really cool.
0: I, no, it's not. I mean, uh, yeah, I was a little worried about it. Um, yeah, but no, it's, it's pretty good. But you
1: and I did. There's two things that we had in common. First of all, the cut of meat that you use and the amount of time that we cured, yes. right? So you start with a a slab or a side, sometimes they'll say, of pork, which is basically just a slab of pork belly. Uh, so that's what we're starting with. Mm-hmm. And you and I cured for seven days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, it, it it completely splits off and we did two completely different things. So if you want to... If you go ahead and uh, why don't you walk through exactly what you did because you know if folks can pick up a side of or, or uh, yeah a side of pork or pork belly right you get the meat and you get the fat cap. Yeah. On that. That's I mean, what you're you looking can for. buy
0: the slabs anyway. Uh can you buy a full side? Um Well a...
1: usually what that's what they call the pork belly is the pork a side of pork. Right, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So not like a side of beef where you're getting half a cow. No, a side no. of pork is is just the pork belly. So I uh, mean the
0: um like I use the full slab of the side and uh mine was eleven pounds. I know I've I've seen like um you can buy smaller slabs. I don't um uh, yeah. I guess at at the right butchers you can buy.
1: Yeah, sometimes you can find them in like two pound, three pound sections. Um, I think I had a four, four or five pound that I okay. used, and so you know, you you said seven or eleven.
0: Mine was 11. eleven. I cut it yeah. into. Um, I wound up cutting it into six slabs. Okay. So I mean, they were they weren't all the same size, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, roughly two pounds a slab or almost two pounds a slab. So sure. Uh, they are kind of small, um, but that worked out for me because, um, well, I, I took those slabs. I took um, two and a half percent kosher salt. And I mean, are you wanting me? Gonna yeah, go ahead. Right now? Yeah, okay. tell us what yeah, you do. Two and a half percent kosher salt. Um, and then I did about uh, four tenths of an ounce celery salt, I think it was. Um, and then this is where I had written out an entire recipe that I wanted to follow, all the measurements. And, um, you know, just with many distractions in a home <laughs> kitchen, I I was mixing. Yeah. The, I I got the salt, I got the celery salt, and then I go to do the smoked paprika or or Spanish paprika, depending on what part of the country you're in. Um, um, and I wound up putting two ounces of it in, which was way more than what my recipe called for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, uh, it was turning into a uh, another um busy afternoon. Dishes were piling up. Had to get. <laughs> Had to get supper started soon, so I'm like, you know, I'm not going to try salvage recipe. I, I went with that. I think I added a, a tiny pinch of um, garlic powder and onion powder to that, and I just did it uh, heavy in that smoked paprika. Mm-hmm. Um, I divided it up among the six slabs, put them in, in one-gallon Ziploc bags, and I let them uh, dry cure, or, well, it's really a, still a wet cure, I guess, if you... Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, in my fridge and uh, for, yeah, seven days, like you said, uh, I took those out and smoked them with some maple wood and the Fogo charcoal uh, at 225 to 250 for, oh, I, I think the cook didn't take more than, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For
1: those small pieces, I would imagine. Yeah. It
0: really wasn't long at all. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, I took them off, and I chilled them again in my fridge for another week. Uh, oh, I cooked them until the internal was um, one about 145, 140, 145. They, they all came off at different times because they were different sizes. So, yeah. you know, I stick the—I was using Flame Boss. I put the meat probe in the smallest one, uh, and then I just regularly probe the others because— um, you know they're at different spots on the grill. They might be cooking unevenly or things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I just took my thermal works and and probed them frequently. Okay. Um, and then uh, yeah, I chilled them in my in my garage fridge again for another uh, seven days. Uh, I think I probably just stuck them in a ziploc again or something like that. I don't remember what container I had them in. Um,
1: but that wasn't necessary. You could have you could have sliced it and cooked it any time. Yes. After that,
0: I mean I I. Uh, yeah i would prefer to um chill it before slicing it Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah sure yeah i mean if you chilled it for you know four hours it'd probably be fine yeah yeah (laughs) uh if you wanted it chilled but um yeah i I didn't i did not have to do it uh you know wait another seven days it was just um that's how i did because i don't life probably got in the way i don't remember (laughs) what was going on that week exactly but (laughs) um yeah right so yeah then um after that seven days, I, my wife got me for our anniversary, which was in December, a um a Lamb Big Bite ten inch uh, meat slicer, and so I brought that out and um I used that to uh, let's see I didn't slice up all six slabs. There were some that I kept for slab bacon, okay. Um, but I did uh, slice up a good amount of it. I think I wound up getting. Five or six packages of sliced bacon that had, like, 12 or 13 slices in it. Um, okay. Now, yeah. one downside of using a... The Lem Big Bite 10-inch uh, is considered a home and commercial meat slicer. So it's got, like, commercial quality parts. It's not a commercial size, really. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty big meat slicer to have on your countertop or table, but it's not the size that you would find in a deli or a butcher shop. Um, so the slices are that I have are pretty short compared to like uh, a commercial bacon that you would go and buy right. or if you go to your butcher shop and pick up some bacon. Um, but, you know, they're still long enough. Um, they fit on sandwiches uh, perfectly. Sure, and yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I, I was happy with that. I, it took a little bit. Uh, practice to figure out uh, what kind of thickness I wanted um, and to work out uh, the plate on the the limb meat slicer yeah uh, yeah. has two knobs you adjust it the top and the bottom of the plate and uh, you have to get them even otherwise you're going to be slicing on an angle and um, you know some of my slices turned out like that uh, so having to tweak those and get that right but any pieces that were um, not good slices of bacon that I would want to cook up for a meal. I cut into lardon and, you know, just strips of bacon. Mm-hmm. And I ba- um, I bagged those. I vacuum sealed everything. Like I said, I got five or six packages of sliced bacon. I got, um, I think I got two or three packages of lardon. And then I got, I think, five slabs of bacon. So, um, so I, I started out... Like I said, with six slabs, but some of those slabs I cut into smaller sure. pieces to package you. as slab bacon. So
1: yeah, and it turned out good though. I mean, you've you've cooked some up, you've had some, made some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've
0: cooked it a few times at my house, and um, it's good. Um, it does have a pretty um smoky flavor <laughs> from <laughs> the smoked paprika. Right, right, yeah. But it's I not heard. it's not overpowering. It's not bad. Um, next time, obviously, I'll I'll, I'll change the recipe. I'll, I'll probably Try to go with the recipes that I originally wrote down uh and do that um okay, but it's not bad, um sure yeah, I like it, my wife likes it, um my kids like it enough, okay um, that actually good. they really like the slab bacon that is what they they they've liked i you know i've put in, I've put that in dishes, and uh, they've enjoyed that quite a bit,
1: yeah, like chopped it up into cubes, yes or? Yeah, 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 like
0: yeah. uh i I made a potato dish once where um. Mm. It was like a cheesy potato dish that I um I had, uh, chopped up one of the slabs and um, my kids like that a lot. Um,
1: so basically, just a, a cured pork belly, right? Yeah, <laughs> ultimately I mean, is what that became. Yeah, which is sure. I mean that's what bacon is. Well, but you go to the yeah. you know
0: some grocery stores. I know. Um, I at times I've tried to find slab bacon in grocery stores. Uh, and it's hard to find even if you live yeah, uh yeah. Near, in a big city where uh, grocery stores tend to stock more stuff um it, it can be hard to find and when you do find it you get a small piece and it's pretty expensive so. right
1: yeah and that and that's what i was saying because i have never found it i, I don't i, I mean know I, I know what you're talking about but I, i've never found a place around here that had slab bacon right it was always right. it's always sliced it's always you know pre pre-sliced so uh so unless you make your own you're not going to get you know that that pork bay slab of pork Right, belly. yeah. So, uh, But uh, awesome, awesome. All right, well, hold on just a second. We're going to uh, hear from one of our sponsors and come back with uh, kind of what I did for my method of making some bacon. Kickashbasket.com. For all your grilling accessory needs, check out kickashbasket.com. Whether you're looking for charcoal, management, you're looking for a can to help clean up all the ashes, you want some insulated gloves or whatever the accessories you're looking for, go to kickashbasket.com. It doesn't matter if you've got a Kamado grill, ceramics, you've got the Weber or some other type of grill, the PK360. They've got charcoal baskets and other accessories like great lifters uh, and, and things just for those specific grills, and they just might have what you're looking for to make your next cook a whole lot smoother and a whole lot easier. Check out kickashbasket.com Yeah, and uh, so my method is is a little bit different, although I started with a, uh, let's say a four or five pound slab of, of pork belly. And I didn't cut it up. I left it as as just that, and let's say a, a four-pounder. Um, and I had a Ziploc that it would fit in. And so I took that ziplock and what I decided I was going to do is I, I followed kind of a Pitmaster X um, on YouTube, uh, a couple of things that he had done, kind of looking at and combined and did my own little thing, kind of based on the inspiration that that he had for me. But I took that, and in, and I'm going to talk in parts. So you have one part salt, and, and there's two parts total, right? So one mm-hmm. part salt. And so for uh, easier terminology here, let's say that's a one full cup of, of salt. So uh, a cup of salt, a third cup of sugar, a third cup of honey, and a third cup of— either maple syrup or an apple syrup, right? I had maple syrup. And so that's what I used. And uh, just put all of that, you know, all over that slab of pork belly, put it in the Ziploc, whatever was left, you poured it all into the Ziploc. And for seven days, it was in the fridge. And every other day I would take and I would turn it over and just kind of move around all the things that were in it, get that salt and that sugar and the honey and the uh, maple syrup all over that pork belly, and keep turning it over every other day uh, for seven days. After that seven days, I took it out and I used maple wood as well. If I'd have used the apple, um, uh, if I'd have used the apple syrup, I would have used apple wood. But uh, since I used maple syrup, I used maple wood. I put it on the smoker at 250 degrees. Uh, you know, holding the flame boss, holding it steady, and put a meat probe in it and brought it to an internal temp actually of 155 degrees and then I pulled it off let it rest now I went ahead and sliced a couple pieces while it was warm <laughs> and after it had rested and, and ate some and that was that it was good just like that for sure but I went in and put it in the fridge let it completely cool and chill uh, and probably a day or two later I pulled it out, and I went ahead and sliced it. Now, I don't have the LEM slicer or anything like that, so I was just using a shun knife and doing my best to, you know, keep them as uniform and, um, you know, uh, thin slices as I could. Uh, I would say I eyeballed it, but everybody knows better (laughs) than that. And so I just made my slices and uh, fried some up. I used some in in some dishes. Like you said, I did some uh, bacon-wrapped, uh, pork loin. I did some bacon wrapped fillets. I, you know, I did. I did. Quite well, how a few did that things. turn out? It was awesome. Really? Because yeah. uh,
0: cutting it by knife. Um, yeah. You got thin enough pieces to wrap
1: with. Uh, it, it they were thick. Okay. Well, <laughs> 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 but but so basically with Long the cook, with though. the with the pork loin, what I did is instead of wrapping a pork loin, mm-hmm. I, I I I cut the the. Pieces of bacon, basically in half, and laid them across the top of the pork loin, and and cooked it at a pretty high temp. So, um, it it worked out pretty well. Okay. So, um, now, but yeah.
0: So you're a fan of the sweet bacon, huh? I am. Yeah. All yeah.
1: know right. yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind
0: sweet bacon. I, I think I like the salty or savory bacon better. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, I, I like them both, but for the what I was planning on using it for. I really wanted the sweetness, you know, to contrast some of the other cooks that I was going to be doing and, and, you know, adding it in. So, uh, so I wanted a little bit of that contrast. Uh, and I knew I'd be doing a lot of, um, of, uh, um, breakfast. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm drawing a blank. It's late, brother. (laughs) (laughs) It is late. I think we're both tired. Um, but yeah, I was going to use it for a lot of breakfast cooks. And so, that was going to be one of those things where, you know, if we were going to have some folks over, which we planned on doing and making some. Uh, in fact, my kids were still around, actually, when I when I had done this the, the last time. But we did pancakes and waffles. And so they're going to be using syrup. And so that the bacon just went really well, you know, with that kind of thing. So um, so it worked out good.
0: How um, how much how much did you yield in uh, sliced bacon?
1: A lot. Yeah? It was a lot. Yeah. Because you said
0: it was a four or five pound slice. It
1: was, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: It, it was It was a nice. Because when you go buy a, a,
0: a one pound package of sliced bacon thick cut stuff, mm-hmm. what well, you probably get about, I don't know, 10 to 12 pieces in there? Ah,
1: uh, I don't know. Never counted. Okay. I think I can <laughs> get a little bit more than that. Um, Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. But in, in, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. How did you come up with I the volume
0: know. of your measurements? I know the ratio you said you got from Pitmaster X. Uh, how did you determine like one cup of salt? Well,
1: um, what, I, what I did is I, I put enough, I, I got enough salt to put all over the pork belly. That was okay. the first thing. I covered it with salt. And so I, I took that as one part, right? And so... Uh, but t- to make it easy, one part, you know, I said was one cup, but I, right. it was more than that. Actually. Oh, was that? Okay. it? It was more than that. But whatever that one part was, divide that by three, right? And then you mm-hmm. get a third uh, of that part, you know, so a third part sugar, a third part honey, and so a third part... So you smothered it yeah. completely. Absolutely.
0: Did you have to desalinate it? Uh, with uh... <laughs> Wait, that's not the right word, is it? The... Uh... What is it? When you soak it after you cure it? No, you rinse it and then you have to soak it because it's no, too I salty. No. no, okay, nope, sure did. All right, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> did I use the right word there? I, I have no I don't idea. Know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: I have to go reference someone who knows more than me again.
1: Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which is not me because when it comes to cooking, which I think we established that the last couple of times you've been on, you you dive into this cooking stuff so much more than I do when it comes to some of these technical terms and. Um, it's not always a good thing, uh, it, <laughs> uh, but I learn a lot. Do it from me? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, me? Oh, uh, thank you, cause sure. you're making me blush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think with the, um, you know, with all the sweetness you had in there—sugar and honey and maple syrup. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would not think that you'd have to worry about it being too salty, uh, even if you put um, half a pound of salt in there, (laughs) I mean, it was uh, enough
1: to cover the poor belly, if you're going uh,
0: savory, though, that is something you might have to consider, unless you Mm -hmm. really like salt to no end, I mean, some people don't care how salty their meat is, I suppose, especially something like bacon, and I, you know, I, I tend to not care, really salty bacon tastes good to me, but, um, at least, I have not experienced this, because, the bacon I talked about was my first batch of bacon. I'm just going off of um, some of the research I did. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I know. I you said you used the Pitmaster X method. I use. Um, well, I, I don't want to say I used his Google Foods because, or something. Uh it was Chud's barbecue. Okay. And I don't know, like in his method, I think he uses um, pink salt. Uh, not Himalayan salt but like pink here yeah, salt yeah, yeah. um and, and instead of that I use celery salt um, well but, then, the, but he uses equilibrium yeah there's a go ahead sorry
1: well of of all the things that I really want to to get across to folks and hope people walk away from from this episode is that you can do it yes yes right I mean there's all kinds of ways all kinds of methods and as a matter of fact that Pitmaster X YouTube channel, I bet you he's got half a dozen or more different videos of making bacon that that many ti- that many different ways himself, right? He this isn't yeah, the only way right. he does it. He does it a lot of different ways. And that was just kind of one thing that I took and 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 manipulated and changed a little bit a, a couple of things, but uh, but yeah, I mean there's all kinds of things out there to teach you how to do this. And it's easy. It is super easy to do. And a lot of times you can buy a whole pork belly and and the ingredients if you're willing to take the time and you can get a whole lot more bacon this way than you can uh for cheaper rather, yeah. um, than you can buying one or two pound packages of, of bacon at yes. the store. Yeah. It's so much cheaper yeah. to do I, it. I, I this mean, way. I
0: think of uh, I, I pay if I buy bacon from my butcher, it's probably seven or eight bucks a pound.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, pretty, it's crazy. Expensive. Yeah, it is. I mean, everything is expensive. Everything is, you know, way up there nowadays, but, but buying, like I said, buying the pork belly is so much cheaper, you know, even once mm-hmm. you get those ingredients, which a lot of times people have those things. A lot of folks, you know, they have the salt, they have the sugar, they've, you know, some people will have the honey and some people will have the, the maple syrup. And, you know, you can probably change some things around and, you know, leave out the honey and double up on the maple uh, syrup, or vice versa. On that, you could probably do that and get away with it. Uh, sure, you
0: could probably use brown sugar; that'd be good. You absolutely. Could probably, yeah. I mean, if you have apple juice, reduce it into a syrup and mm-hmm. use that. I mean, that anything sweet, uh, as long as you think that flavor would go yeah. good on your bacon.
1: I mean, yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: If you if you want to do something like the equilibrium method, even that I that I used, I I didn't. Um, you know. I, I went I found a website that has a calculator where you can put it in and uh, you can you can put in all your you can do it for wet and dry curing. So if you wanted to cure in a brine um, mm-hmm. you know in in a water brine you could make all the calculations for both and okay um, I went with the two and a half percent salt that's a pretty uh, common ratio for things like sausage making and curing. Gotcha. So that's what I went with, but you can. It's something that you're going to have to do several times to. Uh, no matter what method you use, you're going to do it several times, and t- and every time y- you're going to tweak it more to mm. what you think you're going to like. But it yeah. is not difficult to turn out a tasty product. That's for sure.
1: Right, and and even if you want to tweak it some, you're not going to be you're not going to throw out what you made no. it turned out it, bad. It gonna it's, taste it's, good. That's yeah. right. it's going to be good. Definitely. Absolutely. It's going to be great. And so you'll have a good usable product and you'll learn something and, and you can change some things and tweak it. Like you said, which is the awesome thing about cooking anyway, right. About, yeah. about this whole process, you know, and uh, you know, you talk about making. you know, we could talk about making appetizers, main dishes, you know just using the bacon as an ingredient you can cater or you know manipulate those that flavor profile of that pork belly to fit what kind of cook you you want to use it in you know if you're going to use mm-hmm. it as an ingredient like i said mm-hmm. i wanted the sweet because of some of the things we were going to be doing right um, but definitely i could see where i wouldn't want the sweet if i'm going to be doing uh, you know like the pig shots or the some other type of appetizer or something. I want more savory and I don't want the sweet, uh, you know, more of a spicy kind of thing. I, yeah. I, I can see where I would want to do more of just the salt and not, not the sweet. Absolutely. So, uh, but that's the great thing about this. You can do it. And that's what I hope everybody will take away from this is the fact that uh, they can do it. it. It is something that is, it's easy. It's simple. It can save money and, you and you can really put your own little twist to it and be like, Yeah, that I made this bacon and you can serve it to folks. And they'll be like, Wow, wow, you know, that's <laughs> really, <laughs> really good bacon. Uh, it, it's something,
0: yeah, that you're going to want to do more than once. I absolutely. Mean, it, it, it's, yeah. it's, uh, there's so many possibilities with the flavor and, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of like sausage making or, um, you yeah, sure. I cured that ham. I mean, th- th- these are all things that, um, you know, I, I I'm new at, fairly new at, but um, it's it's almost like before I run out of what I made, I'm already thinking of all the what you know things yeah, I want to yeah. do in the future. So
1: sure, yeah, man, yeah. I mean, and it's isn't that exciting though. I mean, that's like, yeah. oh wow, yeah, yeah. You start thinking about that, and uh, it keeps me. Coming back to the smoker, you know. That's right. Amen yeah. <laughs> to that. Amen to that.
0: Now, I, I wanted to ask you a question, Chris. Unless you're wanting to wrap up here, but no, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, do you try to avoid um, situations where you have to weigh a lot of uh, ingredients or anything? I try? do. I, yeah. d-
1: I I don't do that. I I have I've messed up a lot of things right. in both cooking and in woodworking. <laughs> because believe it or not, there's there are certain things that require um, weight measurements rather than like a, a liquid measurement when it comes to ounces. And like a, we were doing a, in this epoxy cure on a wood table, for mm-hmm. example, and uh, there were three parts, two parts of this epoxy that we were had to mix together. And my wife reads the directions. And in my mind, I'm just like, oh, OK, so we measured out, you know, however many ounces it said, you know, in in like a measuring cup, right? A measuring <laughs> yeah. in ounces that way. Well, it was weight. <laughs> you were supposed to do it by weight. Yeah. And so that didn't turn out too good. And and so and I've done that with food as well, where there are things where you you measure it out a lot of bread making, right? Uh, I think pizza dough sometimes you get with the flour and certain things they they want to measure things out by weight rather than you know by cups or what you know um, some of the dry measurements. Um, a lot of times it's by weight, and I've messed that up. And yeah. so I've 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 just I've avoided the weight way of measuring things you have a scale though right i do i okay. do okay. yeah i mean i've measured how much things weigh like meat but i've not measured ingredients okay to find out so so no i haven't done that i well i mean i haven't done that again, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> again. <laughs> what, so so and that's what you're talking about right when you're when you're given your two things of salt are you dry? Oh,
0: like 2.5%. Yeah, yeah, so I weigh the meat, and then I just take 2.5% of the weight yeah. of the meat. So yeah. 11 pounds, I think, came out to about uh, – Well, I'm glad we cleared that up because
1: yeah. I, I was – you kept saying that, and I was I thinking, should have explained that. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm wondering – I kept thinking in my mind I need to ask about that, and then I kept forgetting as we went on. But I'm glad – okay, so uh, So yeah, so the, the weight of the amount of pork belly that you had, you took 2.5%. Of
0: that, yeah. So if you have um, one pound, sixteen ounces, uh, you would take two and a half percent of that, um, which. So right, if, you had, you, a, if pounds, you had a ten pounds, you'd be <laughs> <it's> one hundred and sixty ounces.
1: <laughs> two and a half pounds of, of salt. Yeah, you could say
0: uh, uh, one point six ounces would be one percent uh, salt. Oh, okay. For 10 oh, okay. yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I don't told... see
1: that's. Two pounds, of four salt. ounces oh, of salt. Oh man, yeah, right. <laughs> Again, this is why I don't measure I weight.
0: <laughs> I hear you. Well, I bought, you know, I I shop. A, I spent a ridiculous amount of time looking for a scale that was good for blind people to measure out ingredients. And yeah. there's a lot of scales there, but there's things I didn't like about them. And granted, this is basing it off of just internet descriptions and not actually trying these products. So yeah, sure. they might be good products. I have friends who swear by some of them that they're you know fine scales. I wanted one that went up to more than 11 pounds. To find oh, a talking okay. scale that goes over 11 pounds is pretty hard. Yeah, Um yes, And uh, I also wanted one that had a big surface and that was pretty accurate in measuring to the gram um, or the, uh, you know, 100. I don't want a lot.
1: I just want it all.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, I figured it out, though. Uh, All right, the Bluetooth scales. Go with those. Oh, there you go. You know what? I went with, um, I cannot remember what it's called, but if it's on, uh, the website is... smartscale.com Okay. I think I want to say smartscale.com and they have a handful of scales for sale um, and th- I got it off of Amazon but I researched it on the website and uh, it's the biggest model I think it costs about $50 it's it weighs up to I think it'll weigh things up to 33 or 35 pounds something like that and it's it's uh, marketed as a food Slash postage scale because it has a big flat surface. uh, And there's a number of apps you can download for it. Um, Some of the apps are accessible with voiceover or partly accessible with voiceover. One of the apps is actually talking scale. Okay. Um, It can be a little annoying because it doesn't stop repeating the number while you're doing (laughs) it. But if you can tolerate that, um, you you know, it it might be something you like. It can measure um, in. Ounces, grams, pounds, kilos. Gotcha. and then it also has various fluid uh measurements. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. For measuring things. Uh I mean it's pretty it's a pretty cool scale. Um it you know, you can charge it up. It's mm-hmm. it's uh you don't have to put batteries in it. You can't. It uh I think it did did it take batteries or I don't know. You can use it while it's plugged in, so that's important because it always dies when I um, (laughs) after I charge it up and I go put it in the box. And I don't know if it's how I have it set in the cabinet or what something triggers it, but it's always dead when I go to use it. But the only thing I don't like about it um, is that um, it's the buttons on the actual scale are not tactile, so when you go to turn it on, uh, you can't feel what the button is. But you can fix that with a bump dot. Yeah, Um, sure. But I've found that uh, being able to have my phone uh, sort of integrated into the control of devices has um worked it, yeah well. yeah
1: yeah that that can definitely be helpful it, it doesn't always work but right when yes. it does work it's it's a yeah yeah that's great that's great yeah uh, so it, you just got to be careful because sometimes you get those not knowing if it's going to work or not yeah and whether it's accessible or not so <clears throat> sometimes it's a hit and miss kind of thing but you hit, it sounds like. It, you, you hit it. It was great. So Yeah, yeah. So that definitely works. Because, I mean, I would love to be able to measure some of the briskets and stuff that I do, but I don't have a scale that will measure that much weight. Like you said, 11 pounds is the max. I think on mine. And uh, I've had some 15, 16. Uh, I think right now I've got two 18-pound briskets uh, for a cook I'm doing next week. And, yeah, I uh, I don't have a way to, to measure those here at the house at all. Well, our
0: buddy Bruce Brooks... Uh... He has told me because he, um, he cooks a lot of meat. Mm-hmm. He he butchers his own meat, rabbits and things like yeah. that. Um, he's told me that, uh, and this this is one of the conversations I had with him when I was trying to figure out what scale to purchase because he's one of, one of the friends I mentioned that swears by. Uh, he's got one of the one of the talking scales. That's the I forget which one it is, but it's it's one of the common ones yeah, you're gonna yeah. find. There's only a few of them really right um and uh he he just takes his bathroom scale and then it'll take like a a plastic tub or something oh yeah put his meat in there and weigh it on there which if you have a talking bathroom scale um yeah you could do it i mean you won't get it down to the ounce so if that's important to you then yeah you definitely want something uh probably more along the lines of what i bought might work for you right
1: Um, right awesome well, I mean, all those are great tips. I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought of that using a, a bathroom scale. I don't have a talking bathroom scale, but if no? I did, that would be, I dude, I, why do I care? <laughs> I I don't, I don't I know it. I'm, just... I'm not measuring myself. I don't want to know. I don't
0: want to know. So, <laughs> I don't um, use mine, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's not, that's not something we need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we could be like my brother in law, and you know, who bought his wife a bathroom scale for her birthday or something, like her Christmas or something.
0: Did it talk? Uh, no. Oh. No, but you know,
1: they're they're sighted. They don't need it. Uh, <laughs> but it. but that wasn't the best thing to get your wife.
0: No, you don't. You don't <laughs> tell her it talks, and you give it to her at her birthday party. And she steps on it in front of all in front of her friends and family.
1: You just tried to make it worse for him, aren't yeah. you? It's bad enough he got her a scale. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't happy. No, so. So why
0: would she be? <laughs> what a no, awful guy. He's right. been
1: married long enough to know. I know it. Yeah, he shouldn't get that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't yeah. Tomorrow I'll be getting a phone call.
0: the husband's (laughs) listening to this.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: They understand. Listen, don't problem solve.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man. Oh, man. All right. Well, brother, I mean, I appreciate you coming on, man. I always enjoy having you and hopefully we can do this a little bit more often.
0: Yeah, Chris, it's my pleasure. Uh, Hopefully, I, you know, I'll be settled in a point where I can, I can get set up and yeah i can join you more often
1: yeah man that'd be awesome that, that would be great be... we could talk about ham that's right <laughs> and more ham and ham and <laughs> ham and ham oh we, we got a lot more than ham to talk about that's for sure yeah, yeah i could go on for hours yeah man well we we just might do that as uh, as time goes on uh in future podcasts but not today not no. today all right all right, folks. Vince, again, thank you very much for joining me on today's podcast. Folks, if you want to shoot us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. You got some questions? Let us know about it. Give us a thumbs up. Share out the podcast as well. And remember, if you're looking, you ain't cooking.